still I'm still reeling from the discovery that our post on our social media for for this podcast at that's rich podcast. Um, that's the one. We po- I posted in lieu of content. I posted a, a photo of Bodiem touring Russia because I thought that was a picture that fit our brand. Who, who's that? Uh, this is... <laughs> Come on, Bodiem. Who sing Rasputin? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that song. I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know their whole fucking um... oeuvre. What are their other songs? <laughs> no, that's it. That's the only one. That's the okay. only one you needed to know. And and you and you didn't. And it's quite. Well, I did know that song. Okay, never mind. Um. But it's got the most engagement out of any pose we've ever done. <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. Like, we just need to be a vibe. We just need to vibe out more. We need to vibe. We need to vibe yeah. more, but also we need to maybe be Boney M. Like, maybe we should just be who they are. Because they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. more popular. Have we considered just being better people? Because didn't the Eartha Kit <laughs> content do well as well? Yeah, like, that's you know. true. I think, you know, if we are going to be like Boney M, mm-hmm. that song is famous for its incredible intro. It's it's got probably one of the best openings of a song. How does that how does that open again? It starts with the with the drums like <laughs> that's not no, it. no, it's, do not, it. it's not the Imperial Mark. It's like <laughs> and then the guitar comes like down down and Oh yeah, you're right, you're and right. And it takes way long to 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 build and then it's like It's so yeah, but what I'm saying is, we need to have an intro to this podcast, which is gets you as pumped yeah. as the opening of Rasputin by Boney M. I think that is a tall order, but I think we can do it. I think, okay. but the key thing with that song is that it doesn't sound like the, the opener doesn't sound like the rest of the song. So we need to we need to get yeah. good at like you know, <laughs> yeah, vibing opener, out. Yeah, absolutely. Our opening needs to be as good. Better than the actual podcast because that's also true with that song. <laughs> it needs to be such a good opening that they're like, "Wow, they really couldn't top that." Afterwards. Absolutely, really that's couldn't. the goal. That's the goal to make to make our opener a show that we can't follow. Um, yeah, I'm. I doubt it. Got? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to That's Rich, the podcast about the uses and abuses of Woo! wealth, which asks such zany questions like, what would Richard Nixon sound like if he was horny? And how much money before your conscience starts to rot? Oh, yeah. As always, I'm Rory Kelly. I'm Daniel McKeown. Uh, you'll know me from my woo. <laughs> Dan is known for his seminal woo. Uh, yep, uh, we are two guys who look like we read the bedtime story on CBeebies. <laughs> Uh, and we're here to talk to you about the fabulously rich uh, and harrowingly evil present and past. Um, yeah, it is a gig, what isn't a it? Gig, if I could man. get yeah. that job, we do have to be <laughs> Tom Hardy. You realize, like, you don't—they don't just like let anyone. It's not if you're good at reading a story. You have to be a very <laughs> qualified, well-respected cape shit actor. Is that the case? I thought they also had like the sort of the the day shift or not the day shift, but like the the regular folks who who like just oh, read the yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then occasionally Tom Hardy comes in there like and now kids this way and you know it's like a guy who looks like us in a in a lovely pink jumper and he says and now here is Reggie Cray <laughs> and he like you know, <laughs> this man has played Capone and both Cray twins. <laughs> 
Yeah, and Charles Bronson, and just a <laughs> just a host of people. Ask your mum, yeah. you know, Google them before bed. That's how um, he brings it. He fucking brings it in his episode. He fucking brings it, and he does like the graveliest, most tortured version of the rainbow fish I've ever seen. So I think like he knows what's going on. Um, how are you, Dan? Uh, no, I'm great. I'm really good. I um, what have I done today? Uh, I've just been chilling. Oh, the perennial yeah, question. Been, uh, Straight chilling, yeah. That... How many hours of God of War? <laughs> this is not this <laughs> not a running segment, okay? This is for, 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 for regular listeners. Um, <laughs> You're going to say, this is, not, uh, this is not about me? <laughs> it's about um, the God is... of War, it's about Kratos. Um, this is an advert yeah, for my I, movie. Um, what was I going to say to you? Yeah, no, i just been, uh, you know, just babying around. Had um, been drinking too much, I will say. Not even as like a, a wooga, like radio uh, shack guy or whatever. Like it's kind of <laughs> sad. I'm like it keeps do- it does keep happening. Uh, <laughs> um, but bloody pubs are open now again. So uh, I, I know they said July Fourth. So I'm thirsty now. Bang! I'm banging on the door <laughs> of the pub, like you know. Two minds, right? Two I'm gonna nail down there to Downing Street, and he said. You you let my pubs go, and they and they did. <laughs> Pharaoh, <laughs> let my pubs go. So Tim, Mark, He's... of course, the man with the energy that would he, that he would fake a plague on. <laughs> he would. He knows a guy where to get frogs that he could throw on a house. Yeah. He rec- he records one of his weird vertical phone videos where he's like, "Yeah, there are th- millions of locusts uh, in our in our beer gardens. Uh, PM needs to act now." <laughs> he uh, you know, his fly his flies <laughs> undone and the shirts coming out through it. Like, he seems know. like a guy who would know where to get goat's blood that you need to put over your door <laughs> if you're a true fan. That's the oh, true weather spoons, yeah, exactly. true spoons fan challenge is to take a picture of yourself. That's how you know, yeah. So, Rory, you've, you've prepared uh, this week's episode. I know nothing. I have indeed. You don't know anything um, about, about, about this fella. So I want to introduce you today uh, to a friend of mine uh, called Ludwig II of Bavaria. Have you ever heard of Ludwig no. II? Or Ludwig's Vi, as he's sometimes known, which is two in German. Uh, um, no, I didn't. Okay, I'm really on tenterhooks sorry not even this sounds so <laughs> I really no tell me about Ludwig why are you so on tenter- have you heard of Bavaria well I will explain no I, uh, no <laughs> so Bavaria is a region in the southeast of what is now Germany okay um but when Ludwig who was born in 1845 uh on the 25th of August uh when he was born it was an independent state uh-huh. Uh, of which he was crowned king in 1864, and he came to power. Um, two years later, uh, Bavaria allied with Austria against Prussia. Okay. So these are the two big forces in the region, Austria and Prussia. Do you need to know anything about them? No, they're just names. Those, yeah. So uh, Ludwig, only 18 years old, well, he's 20 years old at this uh-huh. point, backs the wrong horse and allies with Austria, and Prussia win. Uh... And so he's forced to sign a treaty with Prussia. He then fights with Prussia a few years later against France. As, <laughs> as a result of winning, uh, decides to come 
become part of the North German Federation, which is the procedure to modern okay, Germany. So, so this at this point in history, Germany is unifying. Germany doesn't exist, but all these different states, they're coming together. Yes. So why am I telling you all this? Please. The weird thing is, <clears throat> Ludwig comes from monarchy, and when he's born, he's or when he takes power, he's the king of an independent nation, and suddenly, he's just some fucking guy. <laughs> he's the prince of a region of a bigger right. country, under the authority of the Kaiser, yeah. the emperor. It's so, so funny how quickly. Like, oh yeah, that thing you used to call yourself—that's silly now. Uh, and you actually need. To, yeah, yeah sorry, used, mate. We used to. Sorry, you used to. We used to really agree with you on that. But now it's silly. Exactly. Yeah. Silly. We were totally down, yeah. And now you're just like the neighborhood watch guy, like yeah. you've got a big neck. Well, they signed this treaty that meant that he had his own army, which is kind of absurd. And had a, they had a kind of a semi, uh, you know, they were a little bit more autonomous right. than yeah, other yeah, yeah. parts of, of the new German nation. But here's the thing. You've got nothing. You, you, your, your power has been stripped uh-huh. from you. Um, you, have, you have very little else going on. Um, yeah. What do you do? Well, Ludwig was known uh, by many nicknames um, as basically the Mad King of Bavaria, also known as the Fairy Tale King, the Swan King. A lot of cool names. Great, sorry, that is a. The Swan King owns. We'll 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 come back to the. (laughs) That's one of your Twitter handles, (laughs) Swan King. Well, in that sort of soft boy vibe, this is kind of what is he a soft boy, Ludwig II say? was. He kind of is. I mean, he's a much. He's sort of like a tender. You know, he's like a. He's a much more. Uh, he's not like a fuck boy, soft boy. But he was already very much like this, but without not, any real power. He's not the, the Chad Rasputin, who is, of course, no, yeah, a fuck boy, soft. The boy. virgin, the virgin Ludwig, literally a virgin his whole life. We'll also come oh, back to that. The the virgin Ludwig versus the Chad Rasputin. Um, so Ludwig basically decides to just retreat into the arts. And this is what he's known as. He's known as this sort of, you know, he was a very, he was known as very good looking. Uh-huh. Um, like all historical, like good looking people, you then look at the photo and you're like, eh, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of looks like, um, he has, you know, kind of peach fuzz beard and like, you know, but he was, he was known as being very fashionable. Anyway, he just retreats into the arts, and this is all he does. For his whole life, he funds art projects. He funds uh, the building of castles uh, okay. and vast, uh, you know, uh, cultural projects in Bavaria, which is what Bavaria is known for. Bavaria is, is a sort of seen as a very rarefied... Uh, uh, cultured country um, that funky. produces a look. <laughs> I don't know if funky is the it's word. A funk, it's a funky town. It's a funky town. Won't you take me to? Um, no. So, God damn you. So, we're going to talk about some of these ways that uh, Ludwig was uh, a bit nuts. So, yeah. one of the main ways is that he was he was very fond of being isolated. Um, one of the grand palaces he built, which we'll come on to later, was enormous, uh-huh. French-themed, had huge dining rooms. It was It had all sorts of stuff. Uh, and it only had one bedroom because he didn't like having guests or other people. Oh, yes. Um, this is a very comparable figure, I think, as, we, as we'll, we'll see as we go on. Um, Ludwig's eccentricities made being head of state difficult for him. He really disliked big public events. He didn't do them. He last inspected a military parade in 1875, and the last court banquet that he gave was in 1876. Okay. Um, 
and he would you know go on to be on the throne for decades after this he was known as like a daydreamer um very away with the fairies um and just didn't like the the stately duties although apparently this is all very contentious as we'll get onto in a bit but apparently he was rather popular he was still he's still remembered uh, as as a rather likable weirdo yeah um, which i like i i like him i you know he seems strange he, he sounds like he sounds he, 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 i mean he, <laughs> i'm worried that i'm going to be like yeah he sounds great and then the next thing you say like he killed 8000 000- <laughs> that's the general that's the general problem with uh the this podcast and in a larger sense the past where we kind of yeah we we want to uh praise these figures no i mean he wasn't uh complicit in any uh great uh horrible act um ludwig basically had one love for most of his life and that was the work of wagner uh <laughs> holy shit that is one of those bad things yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting to say that. He, he likes Wagner, right? Yeah, I mean, so Listen, Wagner's... Okay, we, oh. we, 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 are you suggesting that because he liked Wagner and because Hitler famously liked Wagner as well, that, like, it's a problem? No, but Wagner Wagner was himself a horrible anti-Semite. Oh, he, no. wrote, he wrote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I actually didn't know that. Welcome back to uh, the podcast where I, I cancel Wagner for Dan and he has to learn... <laughs> Oh, oh I'm getting that. I'm getting that. Uh, I'm getting that rush. Oh, same, oh. You can't listen to Wagner the same way, you know. <laughs> you know, this is why people are always yelling at me when I put the ring cycle on at Prize. <laughs> um, so no, I mean, I'm not saying he was unwoke, and and I think what. So this will come up, but I might as well just say this now. Um, you know, Wagner uh, and Ludwig share a a certain presentation of like the german nation which is to say a retreat into myth and history and fantasy and fairy tale and and a, and a much more kind of and for wagner that was kind of like quite brutal folk tales but for him it's you know it's it's okay. yeah, uh, sure, it's sure. a total regression it's away from the modern world and so i think that's a big part of his appeal but anyway he patronized wagner hugely wagner was in loads of debt Wagner was a total fuck up as all artists are. Um and he paid most of his debts. He built him a house. Uh they met, they became sort of friends, um, and he he, he just pumped money into Wagner's OnlyFans, like just like just <laughs> simped him like with all getting his desires. Getting those choice Uvras, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that, that not... those exclusive movements yeah, those, just for him. Wagner probably wouldn't have been able to write his final operas, uh, his last one, which is called Parsifal, without him. Uh, Parsifal features a uh, a scene where a swan is murdered as this big symbol of the loss of innocence, and it's, it, there's probably some sort of relationship to, to Ludwig there. Weird that he likes that being the swan king. I would have thought he'd be really upset that he did Yeah, I don't know. I... <laughs> Maybe he just he's one of those people who doesn't really get it. Like you hear that sometimes that writers put people in their books yeah. and they're flattered and they're like, Did you read the book? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, come up just, well, but they're just happy to I'm be just there. Imagining Ludwig coming over to Wagner and being like, Hey man, um What happened in that last scene was pretty <laughs> It was pretty fucked up. I was on board. This this one is me, right? And then it's like, Is that what you're trying oh. to say? Is that what you're trying to fucking say? I'm funded a lot of money. Well anyway. 
<laughs> I paid for that swan. <laughs> you killed it. Um, so v- v- Wagner met him, um, and after meeting him, uh, he he wrote that, alas, he is so handsome and wise, soulful and lovely, that I fear his life must melt away in this vulgar world like a fleeting dream of the gods. That's um, actually like, sorry, that's, that's like an old-fashioned, like, Ooh, cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It said. fully is. It is. Oh, whoa. He too cute. He too pure. Yeah. Um, well, exactly. Also, Wagner. Yeah. Wagner loves the gods, plural. I don't know what that fucking means, but. Uh, I love uh, that as a religious sentiment. I'm not going to explain it more. Gods, plural. Like, come on. Let's... <laughs> yeah, like, so, are you Christian? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um. It's fine. It's fine. They well, it's just uh, nice, nice boys. <laughs> it's that gravitas. That's what that's what they pay him for. So he spends his whole life funding these these great art projects, these uh, these ridiculous things. So we come now to the to uh, his greatest projects that he it, funded. It was the first McDonald's web restaurant. <laughs> that would be such a good twist. He opened up a little Batman. a little chain of restaurants that we call. KFC. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a two episode on the Colonel. yeah. You One thought of them, surprise? You surprise, thought... bitch. He was the uh, he was the king of Prussia or oh, fuck. He was the king of Bavaria for a bit. Bavar- um, I feel like Bavarian steakhouse is a thing. Am I just making that up completely? I. You are. It cannot be stressed enough how much you were just slapping that two words marketing. together. That is pure marketing. Bavarian steakhouse. <laughs> that is. You're watching that Gold, is... and we're the Bavarian steakhouse. <laughs> um, we should do a Gold podcast up, where we just watch up, Gold. <laughs> um, Bavaria is best known now for these castles that Ludwig funded. Uh, they're you know grand, slightly ridiculous I've castles. Seen yeah. Um, generally, well, exactly. I mean, you know, he really there is a direct genealogical link between this stuff and frozen but these castles are ridiculous i mean they're they're marvels but according to all architects they suck uh which brings us into what i'm calling a little mini perhaps recurring segment on this podcast called that's kitsch where we review uh absurd and disgusting vanity projects uh from history and this week we're going to be looking at Ludwig's absurd castles and comparing them to some of the strange rich people homes okay. from our current okay, day. Sure, I like I like that. I... <laughs> no, Sorry, it was a slight lackluster. No goof. So yeah, that's the format. I've sent Dan a couple of me and Dan are big fans of the Architectural Digest yes. YouTube channel where the weirdest celebrities show you around their fucking strange ass yeah. homes. Uh, and 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 make like cryptic David Lynch style comments, and then and then uh, usher the cameraman yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. Um, so we're going to compare Ludwig's architectural marvels to specific ones. So the first one we're talking about is the uh, Winter Garden that Ludwig built uh, in the residence palace uh, in Munich, which was a huge winter garden with an ornamental lake oh, wow. uh, and a very advanced. It was on the roof of the building with a huge um, glass and uh, metal uh, structure of looking, kind of like a dome, you know. So I'm going to send you these links now, but, but it was a, it was a, a vast uh, 
Winter Garden on the top of his place, mm. and it was a huge technical achievement. Um, uh, and maybe we'll put the links, yeah, and I would encourage you oh, to look okay, at it. But it looks, I, can, I get it. <laughs> but it looks sort of like a greenhouse, yeah. right? So he built this with with ridiculous kind of plants, full of swans. You might notice, um, because yeah, those are his, it. like you know. We get a thing. Get a different thing. <laughs> What is, it with, it's, what is it with royalty and swans? What is the deal here? What is yeah, the it's a good point. It's fucking lame. I don't know what he thinks the. I don't know what he thinks his claim to and swan is. I know this is, is going to sound like I want a swan. This is only going to sound bitter. That's not the case. I just don't think you should own. It all didn't. Swan. It didn't, Dan. But now I do think that's what you mean. Do you want a swan? No, they scare me. <laughs> that's the correct take. They are scary. So right, round one is Ludwig's gorgeous sort of Kew Gardens, greenhouse, rooftop yeah. winter garden thing versus Dakota Johnson's <laughs> weird, bizarre uh, little forest-dwelling home. So do you want to walk, walk the viewer very briefly through sort of what uh, Dakota Johnson's uh, place what? looks like? As, as the comment, I think you should do it. I, I would say as the comment, as a, to tee it up, I would say the commenters said... I went through the YouTube comments like, now this is a home. This is a lived-in home. <laughs> not, not like... <laughs> not like... No, they were saying, not like... I finished the Architectural Digest video. I scroll down and I, I affirm yeah. that this they, is a they, home. No, because uh, they were saying, like, not like the other celebrities who, who have no sign that a human lives here. <laughs> She showed the intimacies of... Sorry, but, yeah. how do you come away from that video thinking Dakota Johnson yeah. is human? Well, okay, no, so, no, wait, wait. in this I, video, I not, which we also... She, I will not have Dakota Johnson badmouthed when she is... She is the woman who killed Ellen. I, I think you can respect... I think you can respect the games. <laughs> game game recognized game. She did, she did slay the great beast that is Ellen DeGeneres. Led to that moment, to that culminating... This is what rich exactly. kid celebrities are good for they are not intimidated by institutions or prestiges and they can tear empires down carrying the noble name of johnson she slayed that great beast um so dakota johnson is an actress a very weird uh, legacy case in hollywood coming from a very rich family yes. and she has this ridiculous this this gorgeous kind of quite small all seemingly mahogany uh cabin uh, in yes. what is it, the foothills of the Hollywood Hills? But it's in this little little green yeah. nook, and it's it's you know she she kind of looks like she could live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like in the foothills of a big mountain or something. Which is why I've paired her yeah. up with uh, this weird pastoral um, <laughs> You're right, yeah, garden. Yeah. So it's very similar. Like you do need. I I I I I like. I'm with both of them on that. You need the greenery. Yeah, they're they're both dead on that. So. Um, what do you think? What do you? What's your initial impression? What do you think, Ludwig or Dakota? What's your oh. preference? Oh, you know, oh, that's tricky. I like, I like Ludwig. I'd go Ludwig. You're going Ludwig. Well, explain but, your reasoning. Um, it looks like you could get proper lost in there, and I feel mm. like, I feel like if you're a rich person, the whole point is that you have a house that you get lost in, and you don't know where your wife is, and you know, you can, <laughs> and you can just sort of be. You just sort of drift the whole, wander the halls. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to do that, but with a bit more sort of, I guess, Lord of the Flies energy. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, I want to have a house that I'm terrified to live <laughs> in. Yeah, I want... 
<laughs> I think that is true about you. Yeah, you've you've proffered a good take there, which is that uh, kings built huge palaces so that they could hide from their wives. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is absolutely true. Um, it's like, so fuck, you I gotta break away from the church or something. Exactly. Yeah, I keep seeing around the place. You like, can be in the fourteenth antechamber because you know, and your wife will yeah, never yeah. get there. Um, um, that's a good take. I think I'm going to say uh, Dakota Johnson's uh, house. Um, I'm going to go modern uh, for th- for this one because I think... It's not like you. No, no. I think uh, while my sympathies definitely lie with uh, the strange King, King Ludwig, um, you said you could get lost in uh, his, his house, but... Um, I could definitely get lost in Dakota Johnson's mind, which is if anyone's watched that video, oh, she's, she she's lost there. Yeah, she says lost. some of the most cryptid things. Um, she tells you where her dead cat is buried. She says she says she. Yeah. My cat chicken is buried here, which is not funny, but I don't know why I think it's funny to tell you that. Kind of coldly, almost like she's mocking you. It's it's deeply weird. <laughs> I love these fucking videos, man. <laughs> so Roy has just sent me Roy's just sent me a very cool tower castle situation that I I love. I want shoes like this. <laughs> <laughs> you want shoes like okay, so round two The little touch of orange on the is, windows. Uh Nuschwanstein, which means Swanstone. Again with the fucking new Swanstone fuck castle. Yeah, the fucking swans uh, again. Again, we'll put links here. This may be the episode art. This is the thing he's most famous for. So this is this um, insane castle, uh, which he described as being in the style of the old German knights, which as far as I'm aware is not a thing. Uh, I think he's just making it up. New Swanstone, as I'm going to call it, just so I don't butcher the pronunciation, um, is... Uh, an architectural mishmash. It's completely nuts. It looks kind of amazing, and it's in the most incredible location. It's one of the most popular tourist attractions in Germany these days. Um, it went on to inspire the Disney Castle. Uh, it's it's the direct inspiration for the Sleeping Beauty Disney Castle, which is now their logo. Um, uh, and it it captures exactly this this kind of ridiculous retreat into um, yeah, fantasy that he was going for. Um, but I think architecturally it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's got bits from different periods all slammed together. I mean, it looks like a giant postcard. There were postcards made at the time, actually, in 1890 that sold very well. Um, uh, the inside is uh, decorated absolutely madly, um, which I've also sent you a photo of. Um, uh, and oh, apparently... No, I love that. I fu- I fu- <laughs> right, so... <laughs> we're pitting now we're pitting this is my house where i reenact the da vinci code <laughs> <laughs> it's a very for the for the listener it's very like it looks like it looks like uh, looks like a church yeah, yeah it's like it's full of like churchy enclaves uh and ridiculous kind of classical scenes and it's got scenes from folklore <laughs> painted on the thing yeah um, those enclaves are a bit churchy aren't they <laughs> um it attracts a million viewers every year um but apparently a lot of architects say up close it's it's ridiculous and it looks completely absurd. So So it just doesn't make sense. What do they what do they mean when they say it's ridiculous? Like it's just is over, like it's unnecessary. It's overdone, it's kitschy, it's silly, it's it's yeah, it's it's full of just a hodgepodge a of design lover. techniques. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um so we're pitting new swanstone okay. against uh Cara Delevingne's uh weird mental house also yeah. in hollywood um 
So in this video, Carla Devine walks us around what it's Carla, I, Cara and Poppy. Oh, okay, yes, say. they live together. Yeah, and and Poppy with her husband. Um, uh, and they they walk us around their jungle themed home. Yes, um, <laughs> which <laughs> you know which, what's weird. It was what? weird when they said jungle home. I don't know if this is me overreacting. I was like, oh, neo colonial. Like, <laughs> that was my thinking. I, I thought so. The whole fair. thing is kind of weird. So the reason I chose this one is because, first of all, it's the weirdest video I've ever seen on the internet. I mean, it's it's the the energy of these two people is fucking yeah. bizarre. But also, it it is also a hodgepodge, right? Every room looks like it should be attached to a different uh, Victorian castle i mean it's it's absurd yeah, yeah. colors are ridiculous their tv room is like a 70s strip club mm. uh you know uh yeah it's full of weird plants that that kind of look out of place um but the funniest yeah. scene the the, the the fucking killed me i don't know if you caught this but there's a scene where they go down to her little uh her little outside dining room and <laughs> Yeah. And she and she says, "I wanted this to look like the Mad Hatter's tea party," and it shows. I swear to God, a a just a blank wooden table with different yeah. kinds of wicker chair. <laughs> and she says, "So I got all these different designs of chair, and they're just different kinds of wicker chair. They're all the same." <laughs> but her idea of an insane Mad Tea Party is, I mean, it was the most boring. Th- it was the perfect yeah, it was, yeah. view into that mindset. Yeah. It's very, it felt very forced quirky. Um, I will say, uh, there was a, the bit, it was a bit of a video where she has a bar built. Uh, my favorite part of this is the bar where we have our own keg, true bit style. And she's like, and, and it reminded me of my step uncle recently has told us that he wants to build a bar. Oh, Jesus. Um, in his house. And I pushed back yeah. on this quite hard because I was like, <laughs> You're, you're going to put the investment of a business into your house. Like, you have the work and upkeep of getting a keg, tying oh, up a keg, Jesus. changing the keg, yeah. doing all this stuff. And it's like, it's like why? It's like, and I meanwhile, you're, the you're, oh, you're back in... Like I'm at, I'm at the pub. <laughs> at home. I'm at the pubs for the boys, I'll be like, like the pub. Oh, and meanwhile, you're having, you're having hospitality flashbacks to the trenches where you're like... <laughs> It's a keg. I have to be. You're exactly right. What is it yeah, with like, like some guys, and also seemingly just all rich people, as yeah. as this indicates, trying to businessify their home spaces? They love that shit. Yeah. Loads of these architectural digest videos are like that, where it's like, this is my fucking office space, and it like yeah. it's the size of like a newsroom, yeah. like it's huge, and that you know, and you're like, yeah, I just want to fucking veg out. Yeah, I'd have a winter yeah. garden or like you know. I would be stressed out seeing a counter at home. Oh my god, I'd can you imagine? Like... <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, why Why not make your guests clock in? I mean, you know, fuck you. What? I'm going to have I'm gonna have an airport check-in. Uh, I'm going to have the TSA kind of thing uh, in my home. Just, I think it's fun. I think I think that's a good idea. Is that I... way too... I feel way too better. We should move on to the next one. <laughs> so, decisive question. Uh, New Swanstone or Cara Levine? Or the Villavine uh, house. I like. I, I. I think I do. After everything we've said, I think I do prefer the Villavine house. Oh my god! Oh, we're divided again. I'm surprised. Because show your um, work. Show your work. Uh, I. 
It's just, literally just a bit more connected. <laughs> you <laughs> suck. <laughs> you're not playing my game where I'm like, which of these houses would you rather? And you're like, well, which one's nearer the district line? Like, fuck where you. Where am I working? Where am I, where am I working in this game? In this game? <laughs> no, I, Do I have to live in the past? I don't know anyone in the past. Well, you said it yourself, man. The enclaves were churchy. I don't want to hang out in... Uh, <laughs> I would much rather hang out in in church than I would in the, yeah. in the, in the quirky epic... The Levine home. You're, you're going to be the, the, the old timey one. <laughs> I am. I'm for that one. Not in general. I think it's a nightmare, but uh, I, uh, over let's the Levine we, thing. Well, let's um, hope we level, let we level out on this final one. This will be the decider. Yes. Right. So this is Linderhorf Castle uh, versus the home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the castle? Or bear with me. Linderhof, I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, uh, castle versus the home of apparently popular DJ Zed, which I also sent you, who, who walks us around his home. Uh, Linderhof was uh, a French-themed castle. Uh, and again, the emphasis here is on the word themed because it doesn't fucking look like anything. It just kind of looks like a weird, spiky white building. Um, but that's uh, what castles are. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, this is Frenchy. This is oh, uh, nice. Okay. So um, the reason Ludwig built this was that he was obsessed with Louis the Fourteenth, who built a lot of the French yeah. castles and Versailles, um, who was known as the Sun King, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Ludwig decided that he was the Moon King. Uh, so uh, at the time, uh, he did. He didn't like to see his servants. Uh, so the dining table was set so that it could be set by his servants below. Yeah, I mean, that's just right, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, and they could, like, winch up the food. And the whole room was full of gold leaf. And it was it was just crazy. This is the one that only had one bedroom. Um, and he would sometimes dress up. Oh, what a bedroom. What a fucking bedroom. He would sometimes dress up as Louis Fourteenth when he sat down to eat. Um, because he was uh, a wild dude. And so this versus the terrifying, open-plan, insanely expensive but weird block concrete home of the DJ Zed who, who walks us to. around on uh, yes. architectural digest. Any thoughts on this particular house, Daniel? The Zed one I found the most triggering. Um, <laughs> I just don't doubt that he has had... He, he screamed in the mirror in that house. He is, <laughs> he is absolutely gone lost and had a complete meltdown of yeah he stood naked and stared in the mirror and like i want a remake of the raven by <laughs> Poe, but uh, but by zed is exactly of, well, uh, his his is beyond minimalist his, his, he, there's literally bit was like that bit's for living and that bit's for sleep oh my it's god like, this section said, of yeah. the house living and this is like sleeping who thinks of their house this way who who th- he gestures this bit's for work. And he gestures, this bit's for living. Uh, okay. And he goes, this bit's for sleeping. Sleeping! Sleeping gets its own yeah. wing. If you, if you fall asleep in the working part of the house, <laughs> you are in, you're in trouble. Yeah. You don't you're, wake up. That's where the, you demons, wake up. the demons come out. <laughs> the productivity you. demons will cannibalize you for um, not grinding enough. And then it was also just very... He had, like, a particular table just for <laughs> board games. I really... Like, he feels, like, very... He seems... Insularly controlled... Controlling of everything in his Okay, life. so... Final verdict. Lindorf or, or Zed's home? 
Oh fuck. Um I know I know which way I'm going, so Lindorf. It's gotta be We're Lindorf, agreed. Right? We're agreed. I, I, because I think I I feel like if I have Z home I have to live by Z. <laughs> I don't That's absolutely true. Um, I'm so glad we leveled out. Did we win the game? We we won the game, and I think technically this means Ludwig won the game. So on that episode, this episode of That's <laughs> Kitsch, where we put the past versus the present, yes, okay. Um, okay. the past has won. Very good. Um, so yeah. yes. uh, rich people from the past are officially I- better than rich people of the current era. Um, Ludwig the second uh, was eventually deposed. Um, by the German government, um, who, uh, decided, uh, that they didn't want him in power anymore. They didn't want him sort of tugging against Uh the authority of the, of the unified German state, but they also didn't like the fact that it was perceived that he was using pop, uh, losing popularity, uh, while Ludwig was building these castles, by the way, most of these castles weren't finished during his life. While he was building them, Bavaria was very bankrupt, um, and the very bankrupt. oh fuck <laughs> you happy you happy now <laughs> <laughs> um it was very bankrupt and uh he allegedly <laughs> used his private coffers but i don't know what the fuck your private coffers are when you're king i mean it seems like all that money comes from other people anyway yeah um and but this was perceived as a, as a big faux pas and that he shouldn't have done it so re- rebelling ministers um in the government which was headed up by the famous uh, Otto von Bismarck, who is rather indifferent to uh, yeah. Ludwig, apparently, but uh, certain that's ministers. <laughs> Bismarck either gave a fuck or didn't give a fuck. Like that's what his whole thing. Uh, is, he's right? just my weird gay son. Like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. Um, my, um, he he has the. Um, my dad tells just because my dad does this, he drops this Bismarck fact every time Bismarck comes up, which is that he started his day by eating twenty boiled eggs and having ten cognacs. Um, I love I, that fact. I <laughs> am calling bullshit on your dad's fact. Wait, no, he did twenty boiled eggs. Or maybe it might. It may be a different kind of egg. Hang on, That's... I'm look at <laughs> Sorry. Right. Okay. So I'll just crack this. So uh, various ministers in the German government decided that they wanted to depose Ludwig uh-huh. because uh, Bavaria was super bankrupt while he was building these castles. And although he was allegedly, uh, allegedly using private money, uh, it's still not a good look when you're, uh, you know, trying to fulfill your delightful fantasy it stops being dream of yeah, living in yeah, the, the, the swan, yeah exactly the airy fairy bullshit got tiring real quick <laughs> exactly exactly as our culture tired of you know goths in general and, yeah. and you know their whimsy uh, started to grate on us uh we we decided it was anox- obnoxious so um the, the way they decided to depose him was to get him diagnosed as mad um, and Ludwig is still known as the Mad King, and this diagnosis is very debated, right? It's it's because they got four uh, then uh, psychologists to to diagnose him, okay. um, and only one of them had ever met him uh, and not examined him properly. Um, so what they did is they spoke to his staff and they spoke to you know various people uh, who knew him and and got all the kind of crazy stories and the bizarreness about him so obviously you know he thought he was the moon king he liked to dress up as uh louis the 16th he also designed by the way uh he designed a flying car 
which scientists say would work. Modern scientists, I don't fucking know, man. That article really gave me a trip because yeah. they were like, this would definitely work if you did it. And I'm like, well, why aren't you doing it? I mean, what are you talking about? Um, we got these it was very much, exactly. It was that energy of when people say Da Vinci invented things because he like had a sketchbook. So, so they, decided, they decided to get him diagnosed as mad. And, you know, his shyness and his refusal to involve himself in state stuff and, you know, his, his sort of weird, he had apparently had very strange table manners. Um, a lot of people think this is, this is a ridiculous way of doing it. The, the diagnosis anyway that they gave him was paranoia, which okay. was the then very in diagnosis. Some people think he may have had other kinds of mental illness today. Some people think he was probably just eccentric. I mean, the other yeah. thing that I haven't mentioned yet is that um, he was definitely closeted gay. We know from his letters and diaries now that he was homosexual and that he never consummated well, that. I was going to that... say the Wagner thing sounded like, you know, guys being dudes history a little bit when he was saying yeah, it like was, he was ex- the most exactly. delicate, beautiful man I've ever seen. <laughs> um, oh, just pals, yeah, you know, just, hanging out. Yeah. Um, it was like music. Exactly. <laughs> and swans. Um, exactly. So, but anyway, eventually after a whole bunch of, uh, Fighting and various attempts uh, to depose him. He was eventually deposed on the 12th of June. Um, originally, people came to depose him on the 10th of June. Um, but among other things, Ludwig ordered the local police to protect him from the commission who came with the letter saying, you have to, you have to stop being right, king, yeah, yeah. which is a weird letter that you get. Um, that is and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and famously, uh, they were, the... Uh, commissioners were attacked by a 47-year-old baroness uh, who hit them with her umbrella uh, and was apparently just very passionate about this wayfish dope. <laughs> God, she decided... is, everyone, is everyone either just in the past is either just Blackadder or Monty Python? <laughs> anyway, he was deposed um, on the 12th of June later when they came back with another uh, order. Uh, and he was very indignant um, about being... Uh, declared insane uh especially to the one doctor who had met him um <laughs> as i would be too you know four out of five doctors say this guy is a mad king <laughs> really. but i'll tell you what we hung out and he was a top bloke he was a great guy he had love swans What's great chat he lo- loving swans isn't a crime yet yeah <laughs> These days, you say you like swans, they throw you in jail. They fucking, they depose you and take your cool castles. And then very shortly after this, um, he died uh, under very strange, mysterious circumstances. Um, The the official story is that he attacked one of these psychiatrists uh, and then uh, either tried to flee or committed suicide or was drowned Uh in self-defense. It's it's very unclear. Um, uh, but the mystery lives on um, because there is a very bizarre group in contemporary journey called the Google Manor um, who believe that Bavaria should be an independent nation. Um, and they every year they get up and they wear black hoods and they march in the square with signs that say it was murder and the tomb is empty. So Man, they, they're cutting it. They're cutting a fine. They're they really they are. are. One, they are absolutely they are one color hood exactly. Away from... If if you feel this is tilting towards certain things, it is absolutely tilting towards those things. Oh. Um, it's super weird. So they they really identify with the king, and they think he should have been kept in charge. And they they also, as was always with these fucking guys, man, they like 
they think that that there was a weird proto version of a rifle was used to shoot him and and they always mix in these bizarre things they also (laughs) but also as always with these groups they always have bizarrely big and small demands so they both want to be independent but they also want a euro coin featuring Ludwig and it's like all right you can fucking have that like <laughs> go to any manufacturer you can it's fucking that. they put paddington on coins like what yeah, is they, this shit like i hate the this is conspiracy theories for the past ex- like, it kind of doesn't matter <laughs> this is a thing like so you know those people who think that shakespeare didn't write shakespeare um yes th- there's a whole very similar conspiracy theory that goes along with that which is the uh the possibly that Shakespeare like sired a a child with Elizabeth the first and that that could have kept the Tudor line going. But the thing is, they're always, they're always mental. (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you, no, how, how? Just because you saw Shakespeare in love doesn't mean that, it's not like that. It fully fully is just that. They're the two people I know from that era, the queen and the most famous writer in history. So they must have shagged. It's mad. But, but so this is a very similar thing where you like, you think, why do they care about this weird dandy king? But it's, it's all a proxy for their weird political belief that, that Bavaria should be um, independent or something. Mm. So that is King Ludwig II of Bavaria. He sounds like a vibe. Um, it sounds like one of those his- history people that we do sometimes where <laughs> they mostly just vibed. Um, <laughs> he had all of the wealth at his disposal yeah. and he chose to just vibe. Mm. It seems like less murder. Seems like he mm. manages to couch his murder in like famine stuff more or less. Yeah, there was general uh, bankruptcy and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know how bad the economic situation. There's a lot I didn't have time to get into. Mm. Mm. I think Zed is more. Evil. I think you're right. I think Zed. Zed is the most evil man I think I've yeah. ever um, encountered. Zed, someone's gonna go to Zed's house with a with a note that just says you're not a DJ anymore. <laughs> let's depose Zed seriously. Let's go let's there do- and say you don't get to be DJ. <laughs> We've selected your brother to be the interim DJ. Right? Okay, I think that's it from us. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, we're gonna have another episode in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, we're sorry we missed the last one this past Sunday. Very sorry about that. Um, you can find us. Uh, uh, that's rich podcast on all social media platforms and on apple spotify and google podcasts um rory would you like to open the server <laughs> oh bye <laughs> bye 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 bye, bye, bye. <laughs> see it was That's like it broke yeah yeah there you go <laughs>